I just fade away. Fade away. One. Welcome back to Coast to Coast, the show that covers millennial lifestyle, everyday struggles, and general bullshit from coast to coast. Today is Monday, April 9th. I'm one of your trio of hosts from the West Coast, Dylan Cologne. And with me, as always, on the East Coast is Juan Santana. Here. And from the Dirty South, Dante Gambino. Hey, how's it going? So today we're gonna get into uh, to some some work related affairs. You know, there's a lot a lot of shit goes on post grad, but in reality, it's way easier than people make it realize. Uh, I I kind of want to get into in general the forty hour work week and how how fake that is. Uh, I I don't I don't know anyone who works forty hours a week. Santana, I know I know you don't work forty hours a week. This guy's supposed to be speaking for, for himself, Dante. I, I'm an 80-hour <laughs> 80 hours a week? <laughs> okay, now we, now we got to investigate some sleep. That's absurd. First off, first off, do, you're, see, you're phrasing it wrong. Do people work 40 hours a week? No, but you're at least you're at the office or doing, you're kind of in front of a computer for 40 hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree here because, you know, as – as someone who doesn't work 40 hours, I'm on Xbox a lot during the day, and I see a lot of our friends who claim to be full-time employees on their Xboxes middays with Netflix going on or other video games that they're playing. Sometimes they'll even join the party, and I'm just like, I'm not going to call them out on it because, you know, I ain't working either, but, like, <laughs> you know, they be saying they got these jobs, and I just don't see it. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I I get a nice luxury of working from home two days a week, and uh, yeah, I I don't need 40 hours to get my job done during the week. I could easily get it done in probably 32, maybe less. And you know, when I'm home, the boys are on Xbox. I'm probably gonna hop on. And honestly, I haven't. I don't get any benefit from working 40 hours a week and getting stuff done early. I got one project done early, and my manager told me, oh, "All right, like." cool like here's another project like i don't want more work like that's the benefit <laughs> i get from doing shit early i get more work well, you got a point there i mean i don't know i work from home 40 hours a week so it's definitely a different lifestyle so where are the other 40 hours that you claim to work in, the, this come from? in the office <laughs> yeah oh okay, mm, okay. yeah didn't see that coming did you that's wild so nah. when did you when did you start work today uh started work at seven in the morning we just oh, get off. Yes, yesterday, seven in the morning. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, you just get off. <laughs> you, you must have just got off from yesterday. Nope, start work at seven. You know, you end at five. That's how you do it. That, that's not eighty hours a week. <laughs> so this guy's really sucking me today, bro. It's crazy. That'd be but, like... but you know, I don't get how bosses work so many hours. Because I feel like bosses definitely procrastinate more. Like I feel like the only way you can work forty or more hours a week, like consecutively, is if you have task oriented work. You know. Like if someone's telling you to do something I, all, at all times, because I feel like I don't know how you could kill that many hours a day working hard. Yeah. I don't know. When I worked for my uncle, he was there probably at seven in the morning until like one o'clock at night. Yeah, and that's what was... I'm saying. He has task work. Like he has to mm -hmm. keep that business running. You know what I'm saying? Like you're working like in an office and you're not like a yeah. head boss. Like what are you supposed to do? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say, Dante. Like in the restaurant business, like when you were working for your uncle – it's you can easily rip through a 40 hour week and really be working that full 40 because there's usually always someone there you know you're making food or something or running errands but like in my office i'll go i'll go walk to get some water or something and i'll see someone i'll see two people talking in a cubicle and i'll come back they're still talking 20 minutes later i'll get up to go to the bathroom they're still sitting there talking come back i mean people would just be talking to each other for 45 minutes yeah, you know, I, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. Just as someone who who's just witnesses all these people not working 40 hours, it's just it's just very bizarre claim to me that people actually work these hours. I don't know. Santana, you cutting onions or something back there? That's not me. That has to be Dante. <laughs> what do you mean that's me? I, I'm not doing the anything. Fabs right now. I was wondering who was going to do, but I was going to call people out. You know, it's 2018. I don't hear anything. Yeah, no? I wonder why. Because oh, it's you. 
I, I, I really don't know what the going sound Going to is. your people at work, I feel there's this one dude at my job that, dude, he literally just eats his breakfast at work. And you would think, I'm talking, I ain't talking about some microwavable oatmeal. I'm talking about a full bowl of Fruit Loops. And he's talking about a styrofoam bowl. We're talking about a full <laughs> bowl here, like a regular. I'm like, damn, dude. Like you're... A, he, he, he BYOB, he brings his own bowl. <laughs> he brings his own bowl, brings his own spoon, metal spoon. He's out here, has to wash his dishes after, like. And we talk about a small boy. It's a big guy. I'm like, oh, he's a dude. big boy. That's well, what first I'm... off. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to say, as someone who's a avid cereal lover, why are you hating on this man, Steez? Like, I, I think you'd be one to respect the cereal eating in the office. I'm not disrespecting. I'm saying people like things people are doing instead of actually working. Yeah, I, mm. <laughs> I yesterday or a couple of days ago, one of the managers was in the uh, was in the kitchen. And he pours milk into a bowl, right? Empty bowl pours milk into it. I'm like, maybe he's one of those psychopaths who pour milk and then the cereal. He has a right? cat. I'm like, all right, whatever. And and then he just walks away with a bowl of milk. Like that's it. Did you get any answers? No, I feel no like answers. that's something you need to research. <laughs> he walked away with a bowl of milk. I don't know if he has the cereal in his office. I don't know if it's like golden cereal or something. I don't know why you'd be hiding your cereal. You want to bring it to the kitchen or I don't know why you'd walk away with a bowl of milk. Yeah. Was he hiding a cat in there, Santana? I, I feel that's like the only logical explanation for that. I, I don't get it, but well, I, here's my thing. Do you guys like in your kitchens at, at your work, do you guys have a lot of thieves that steal people's food? Um, for the two hours a week I go in the office, there is, I feel like every time I always open it just to see, you know, how the Coca-Cola that's been there since October has been progressing. And I feel like some people is <laughs> rocking there for months at a time. Yeah. I see donuts in there, bagels, some salad, Chels. some salads. <laughs> you know, the people at the work don't look like they be eating salads. You know, if you catch my drift. Yeah. Well, that's it. I, back, back in the Whoopers office, I, I opened the freezer. I opened the freezer to get some. And there was always just like bags of frozen vegetables with this woman Amy's name on it. And the whole year and a half I worked there. Not one of those bags were opened once. Those shits were there the whole time. I'm like, this woman is not eating no vegetables. I don't know why she got the shits in here with her name on it, acting like she's opening vegetables every day for lunch. It, people just leave their food there, and then that shit starts to stink. It was gross. I feel like you should have hawked down Amy and asked her, like, you know, what's going on? If you're not eating these, well, why don't you just go ahead and get rid of them? Because at that point, it's like, what are you doing? Now you're just wasting space, and everyone's just got to look at it, wondering what the hell is Amy doing? That would just that would bother me to no end. I'm just like, Amy, what the hell are you doing? Well, Come she's on. she's fronting. She's she's front. She's fronting for the office, pretending like she's a big uh, big vegetable girl. You know, that's the number one food that people love to stun in the office. Now, now we're bringing this up is is salads. Like you'll look at someone, look, you can tell they don't like going to the gym. And that's fine. If you don't want to go to the gym, you don't want to do exercise, it's fine. You want to do that 10-minute walk during your lunch break, that's cool. But don't come in here talking to me about salads. Like, that's not what I come to the office for, you know? Like, I'm not trying to hear, like, wow, Juan, you shouldn't use dressing. That's unhealthy. Like, come on, bitch. I don't, I'm not trying to hear that from you. <laughs> well, my, I hate salad, first off. So I don't even know why people would even try to sun it because if you're eating salad, you're a fucking weirdo in my eyes. I know half of America eats salad. It's just I don't see the appeal. Lettuce has the worst texture, flavor. I, I, I don't even like salad dressing. I think it's disgusting. Anyone who eats a salad is a fucking psycho in my eyes. <laughs> a Santana salad is just iceberg lettuce and – Pieces of chicken shaken up in a container. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's a Santana. And I throw some tomatoes in there. That's a Santana salad. I, I agree. The only way to make a salad taste good is by making it unhealthy for you. And at that point, there's, you're eating a salad for no reason. I, go, you know? I say this to everyone that makes work lunches. If your work lunch requires a lot of effort, you're not going to be making work lunches for that long because you're going to get bored. I'm a simple, I throw it in the crock pot, take it out. Throw it in a, a fucking rubber a rubber made container and we're out. Yeah, dude, I, I I get some people coming to work. Yeah, exactly. They'll come to work one week with some gourmet ass meal. This dude came in. He had some thyme, rosemary and thyme roasted chicken. Had some like sauce on it and stuff. He had some potatoes. I haven't seen him bring lunch again since. Exactly, because it takes so much effort to make. Like you don't want to keep doing that on a consistent basis. <laughs> yeah. And once once you come in once with that gourmet ass meal, and the next thing you come in is it's just a bunch of Cubes of chicken and some pasta. 
People are going to be looking at you, you like... Oh, exactly. That's what, setting the tone of your work office outfit is also a huge thing. Because once you tuck oh, in your yeah. shirt, once you tuck in your shirt at work, you can never go back. Because you set the tone so high, that's all you do. I The first first day in this new San Francisco office, came in with a polo. Haven't not worn a polo since. And everyone everyone in here is wearing dress uh, dress shirts tucked in and shit. I'm a polo kind of guy, you know? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to set the tone where I wear dress shirts. I got to let them know. I don't really, I don't really try that hard. Yeah, because exactly. If you see that one guy without a dress shirt, you're gonna be like, "Oh, what are you taking off today?" <laughs> I think I just never under really stood like the whole like you need to get super dressed up for work, like suit and tie. Like I guess it's like old traditions and formal, but like I feel like people would work more efficiently if they dress comfortably. That, that's why I'm a big fan from the work at home for people that actually might work at home because if you're more comfortable, you may be more inclined to work harder, you know? Um, Dante, I'm going to hit you this now. I'm going to myth buster you. The working from home lifestyle, it's cool until you realize there's no one there and then, like, everything you do is amplified. So let's say everyone checks their phone at work, but, like, when I check my phone at home, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this feels awful. Like, why am I doing this right now? Because you go into a rabbit hole because yeah. no one is looking at you. You can sit there for two hours, go by, and you were just on Instagram. Yeah, so maybe what's going on. maybe you buy one of those time safes where it's like you put it in and then you can't. It doesn't unlock until the time passes. Yeah, the why when watch watch what happened when you put it in the time safe. Next thing you know, your best friend dies and he texted you. <laughs> and then what <laughs> that, are you gonna that's do? A, <laughs> that's it. Uh, you know, that, that's a good point. I didn't even think about. It's that. 2018, man. Anything's possible. Yeah, it's true. You never know what's well, going to happen. Especially when you're Santana's friend. You never know when you're going to die. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, in college, you really never knew because he, he could kill you off at a moment's notice. Now, here's my thing. Do you think using people's deaths as an excuse to get out of work, is that acceptable in today's day and age? Um, I'm a firm believer if I died today, I would hope you guys use me as an excuse for work until you die. You know, because if you guys died, I would I, you know, I'd be upset, but then – you know, a couple months past, years past, I'm still going to use that excuse at work once a year. And then I'll go to your grave, I'll pour out a six-pack, be like, I'm going to go to my boss every year, be like, you know, I'm emotionally unstable. My best friend died a couple years back. Bro, that was 10 years ago. I know it still affects me. Like, because no one's going to question. anniversary. Yeah, no yeah, one's going to question yeah. that. That's such a serious thing where it's like, I would say my grandparents died at least once a year in each class. So once a semester. So, you know, probably 10 times a year. <laughs> yeah now see i i see that but now i'm a little thrown off here because when you said you know i take a six-pack and visit your grave you don't seem like the i'm a visit your grave kind of guy i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you yeah you seem like the kind of i'll say i'm gonna visit your grave but like you'll you'll do something else to you know like respect our memory maybe, maybe play a video game or something and like just say that is you know yeah that, that's that's it you know i'm a firm believer when you say you gotta do something you know you gotta do it so I know I'd probably go visit the grave. Dude, visiting visiting graves, that's a that's a weird thing. A, I don't think I've ever commitment. I don't think I've ever visited a grave. Like I've never gone after a funeral to a grave. Yeah. I, I don't think I well, you know, besides that one time we saw Frederick Southgate Taylor. Which that was, is true. Which was super that, weird. that was <laughs> super creepy. It was pitch black. We're in a random graveyard and where it was like Maryland or something. I don't even Delaware, New Jersey. Um, I don't even remember where we were. It's in New Jersey. Yeah, that's way closer than where I thought we were. Unbelievable. You know, going back, do you guys see any like, or I guess Cologne, because Dante is working office. Do you ever see any like work hookups? I well, all right. So I don't. I work in like an older office, right? Like in New Jersey, everyone there. There was more people pregnant than there were within five years of age of me. So like, every I was the youngest dude there, but there were four married couples in my office and they all met at work. Yeah. I feel like you never realize how much of a thing that is or how much your relationship could be ruined from what your husband or spouse does at work. Cause I mean, one, my main boss, he, he's been married to his wife for 20 years that he met at the office. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. But then I know another guy, not going to say any names. Let's call him Al Alfalfa. <laughs> Um, that's been cheating. I guess he's been cheating. He has to have been cheating on his wife for at least a decade now in this office. And people, a decade, decade people just don't care. Oh my god, yeah. But now, here's the thing is the person he's cheating on his wife with more attractive than the wife? See, I don't, I don't know marriage, but I feel like 
I guess after you have a kid with some, maybe you're just not attracted to them because she's definitely hotter than his current wife. But like, that's you know that's the mother of his mother of his kids. So like, I don't know how he sees his wife. You know? Yeah, that's oh, true. Man. That's a very good point. Like he could Dude. like he could just hate his wife now. Like it's weird because he had like pictures all over his office of her, and then they just all got taken down. So like, I'm assuming it's just a fallout, and you know, he just doesn't care anymore. When I when I worked in New York for a couple months for my internship, I was talking to one of the managers there, and she was telling me, you know, I had this one guy who uh, – we were talking about basically this, like how many hours do people work? And she was like, just because you work more hours doesn't mean you work harder. She's like, I had this one employee who would stay in the office at least 60 hours a week, not because he was working harder, but because he just hated his wife and his kids. So he would just stay in the office to avoid them. No, that makes perfect sense. I knew a guy at my other job that he literally just hated. He would stay at his job from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day because he said he hated seeing his wife. That's See, like, <laughs> At that point, why don't you just pick up a hobby? Like, why don't you go golfing? Or, you know, why don't you take your kids somewhere or something? I feel like if you hate your wife that much, like, just do something to get away from her that doesn't involve working. Because I just feel like that's like, I, that's boring. How that's, could you not that, hate your life? That, that's the path to murder. Like that's how you, you walk the thin lines before you murder your wife and kids at yeah, that point. You're just sitting there agree. at work. It's just beyond weird at that point. Yeah. You know, it's, I feel like it could definitely be really weird. But, <laughs> you guys uh, the ask the is, next question. Uh, like my, my, it's funny because all the married guys I have at work, they're always talking about how they can seem like they can just bang any chick they want if they weren't married. Yeah, that's it's great. Yeah. It's, it's like all, that movie it's all the, Yeah, yeah. They it's all, all the married guys and all the dudes who have girlfriends who think that the single life is so easy. They think they can walk up to whoever they want and just bang and just whip out the dick on the table like this. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking swinging dicks, bro. Yeah, I mean, if you got money though, it might work out for you. You never know. I mean, if these guys got jobs, why not? Yeah, but what what if you're what if you're like fronting? Like how hard how hard does fronting work? You know, like if you you're on the gram, you're just posting pictures with like fake you got you got some money and you're going out and shit. Like that definitely gets girls, I guess, but when does it end? No, I think you it can't, I think it definitely it's works. It's not sustainable. Though. Because think about it, let's say you post a clone, if you post a picture of a Ferrari tomorrow on your Instagram, people would automatically text in their groups that know you and be like, Yo, this guy cologne drives a Ferrari. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. Oh, side note, guys. I figured out what that that fapping noise you guys thought it was. It, I'm, I'm playing video games right now, so it, it, it just put it two and two together. It's definitely me smashing these buttons here. Are you playing video games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 sorry, I can multitask. I don't know what you want me to do. You know, I have, I have a big brain. Big, big yo, brain. You are really smashing those yo, buttons. Wild, <laughs> fucking, yo, it's wild that this guy was sitting here saying, Yo, I have no idea what that well, noise I was. Santana, are you chopping on your... I got my head... First off, Cologne said that. Don't <laughs> even start with me, guy. Oh, it's, it sounds like you're washing two spoons together in the fucking sink or something. What was it, this? It's like... Yeah, it's like uh, clanking uh, together. So I'm playing a fighting game, so, you know, I'm button smashing rules are you all. Fucking, are you playing Sly Cooper? You got all right, but, you know, Cole, getting buttons. back to your front on the ground, there's nothing worse than when someone tries to let you know on a more than one-time basis how much money they're making. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and when they owe you money like a Dante would do is the worst. Uh, or I just dropped when, my phone. All right, right. <laughs> Or when they when they offer to pay for things like they're big ballers, they're like, "Yeah, drinks on me, this on me." But then they remind you of buku bucks. Then they remind you of it. Then the time comes, and ain't no drinks coming. Well, as someone who formerly owed money because you know time heals all wounds, (laughs) um, you know I feel like the whole. But you still always remember that scar. Eh, not really. You kind of, you kind of just, you know, it's like a tattoo. At first, it looks cool, and then you kind of just get used to it. You know, it's, it's just one of those kind of things. But um, I feel like if if you're making money, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're everyone, like you're a murderer saying, "Oh, killing people isn't that bad," because you're the one that does it. First off, I would never murder someone. I don't know what kind of fucking I'm saying claims you you're making. You don't pay. People, you don't pay people back. And so you don't you can't just uh, say that's not a big deal. That's false. I've paid people back in the past. I 
I, I just I haven't paid you guys back because I just don't think I was ever in a position to pay you guys back in the beginning. But that's just for a different conversation. <laughs> well, well Dante, Colo- does, Dante does pay back food. He will he will pay you back for food. I have gotten paid back from Dante from food. I have but- paid all my debts I've ever owed besides this like random claim that I had to pay. This. Random claim that you had to pay a security <laughs> deposit on a house that you lived I wasn't on the lease. I wasn't on the lease. I thought that's all I, you know, I wasn't on the lease. I wasn't legally, you know, bound there. I, I could have got kicked out. I thought that was the Man. deal. You know, if I everyone listening to this that has that one friend that will not pay you back, but will either tell nah, you how much nah, money nah, they nah. made or spend money on something stupid. Dante is that uh, friend. I will definitely spend money on something very stupid i agree for, but but for, back for, to this for, flexing back to the flexing we need to get a quick backstory for the listeners that don't know so back me Juan, and dante and a, and a couple others lived in lived in a house our senior year of college and now this guy's gonna snore so we might get exposed <laughs> uh, all right so everyone knows the story is house. no exposing uh, there's some people who might not know it. Some some of the viewers, who knows? So we all pay a security deposit. Dante doesn't get on the lease because he might get expelled from school if we get any tickets or anything, right? No, no, that so was like, not me. So, I was not so, the bad egg. So so we so we uh you know we accept that. And then what happens is we get tickets, and Juan gets fucking <laughs> Juan gets suspended from school, and Dante's fucking goes scotch-free and then at the end of the year we each have to pay like two grand in security deposits which you got dante, paid back didn't and dante you, didn't and dante get, got like four tattoos yeah like three years later that was well, the best part also, of the story was also, that dante got tattoos and said let me get these tattoos. no 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 no, <laughs> yeah. no 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 what happened was i had texted craig this is a fact i texted craig is craig had brought it up or whatever and i texted craig back and i was like look this is how much money I'll give you. And he never responded to me. It was like months had went by. So I was like, all right, this dude hasn't responded. I'm not going to go out of my way to bring it back up. So I went and got my tattoos, did my thing or whatever. And then like, it was like towards the end of the year. And I was like, and we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, have you been texting my old number? And he was like, oh yeah, that's right. And I was like, yeah, I texted you about security deposit mad long ago. And by that time it was already gone. So I was like, well, you know. Yeah, it was already on your fucking arm. Yeah, well, you know what? It's who I am now, so <laughs> you guys are a part of me. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to fake front, Dante. All right, so fake front. I think if you, you know, if you're making a reasonable, not even a reasonable, just like buying things and flexing on the gram, yeah, 100%. Because everyone knows social media is where you get your fucking clout, 100%. There, there's just no No, I, I agree. Buts. If you can pull it off, go for it without a doubt. Like, if you can pull off, if you want to take pictures of cars that aren't yours, you want to put cash that's not yours on a table and take pictures of it, and no one's going to call you out for it, let's say you live in Arkansas or some shit, go for it. <laughs> Literally, go for it until someone calls you out because power to you. Well, what is your where you live have anything to do with? Because no one can call. I'm saying, like, let's say you live in the middle of nowhere. No one's gonna call you out. Like, if you're Brian, let's say you're you're in Florida right now. You take a picture of a nice ass car. No one's people are gonna text. Where did Dante get this money from? But no one's gonna be able to call you out saying that's not yours because no one's gonna hit you with a fact check if you don't live next to them. Even so, like, no one could like say say someone in our fraternity that we don't talk to. Fucking. I don't know, Anthony Oliveira. We'll just use him as an example. If this motherfucker just started randomly posting pictures with private jets, I'd be like, "All right, well, I guess he either inherited a shit ton of money or he's fucking like banging the goddamn princess of Saudi Arabia or something." But that, I, I'm like not gonna call him out. I don't care enough. But I'm gonna fucking respect his followers and I'm gonna fucking try to get some of that. All right, for that, example, Joe, when Joe Romanchuk posts that picture of the Tesla, I got six texts. Yo, what is this guy doing? This guy multimillionaire? I'm like, I don't, what are you talking about? Next year I go on Instagram, he's just taking a picture with this car and people thought this guy just made millions of dollars. Yeah, he did. He, he did, he did front on there, but he does work for Tesla. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't like a, like a fake front because he does work for Tesla, but it was very vague. So yeah. you could, could, you can interpret it in any way. So I think the vague fronting would be your best case scenario because it's kind of like you're not lying, but you know, you're just doing you, I guess. 
I don't know. I feel like if you got the followers where you're starting to build up followers where like your your comment section's kind of starting to get in a little a little jumble. Popping off. Yeah, you know, people are like tagging their friends and shit in the posts. Uh, uh, once, like, once people start tagging their friends, you you made it. Yeah, I feel like you can just do whatever you want at that point. Like, yeah, sure, bro. I you know, it's like that current meme on Twitter right now. It's bitches on Instagram be ha- they're homeless, but you know, they're taking pictures in sports cars and private jets. Like, fuck it. Let them front for the grand. They're getting clout that way. They might be homeless. I hope we win the lottery and we can be those – we can have those amazing cars they're lying in. That's the dream. Yeah, that that would be be legit. We ain't fronting because we'd be fucking swagged out. We'd have the cars. I don't don't even want to know how much money I'd spend on clothes that I'd wear maybe once. See, now here's my question for you guys, and you brought up the lottery. If you won the lottery, what roles are you assigning to your friends into your, you know, entourage? What roles are there and, and how you living? Dante would Dante. be in charge of cars. He'd be like yeah, – it, Everyone knows Dante is the but, designated but, driver. But post, post mad swag turtle. I'm not coming at your neck about post pre-turtle. Like post swag, he's a millionaire turtle because he comes up with great ideas and he drives nice cars. Well, okay, you know, as I, I don't have a problem with this situation as long as I don't got to be the driver when we go out to the clubs because you no, already no, know no, I'm no, getting no. fucking hell of <laughs> No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying Dante, we're like, oh, because, like, I feel like I don't want to chauffeur because I want to let people know we're, 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 front, we're coming at you hard as a squad. So I'd be like, oh, Dante, what car are we taking to go to, like, let's say fucking Wawa or something? And then, oh, I'm so down. Yeah, we're in the fucking skate as long yeah, as someone's yeah. sitting next yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I trying to live like shit. Justin Bieber. I'm trying I'm trying to go out. I'm trying to go to the like fucking uh, Holocaust museums and say yeah yeah. And Frank probably would have been a fan. Like just some reckless shit. Like this guy this guy was living his life. Um, hold on for all our Jewish people listening. Cologne is Jewish, so that makes it okay I, to say. I am Jewish, so I can I can say things like that. And Sorry, Justin Bieber did he did legitimately do that. It was reckless, but he doesn't care because he's filthy rich. You know, you just do whatever you want. And, and then you just pay it off. You know what I'm kind of realizing, just going off that kind of random? I feel like if you say something reckless enough and you act like you're not faced by it, you might convince people that it's not that big of a deal. It's very true. Or you just say something even more ridiculous. That's what, that's what Trump does. The guy says something crazy, then the next day he just says something even more ridiculous and people forget about what he just said. It and works. that's talking politics this week with Don Colon. <laughs> it's not too political. It's just general you know, I, I, I've heard some people say some brazy shit and then you forget about it the next week because they say something, they say something crazy again. But well, I feel like I, when you say something crazy, someone's going to hit you with a fact check. I'm like, did you really just say that? And at that moment, you can either be one of two things, either a savage or you're a pussy. <laughs> and most, if you hit the set, all right, Dante, remember freshman year when uh, I said something about some chick and then she came I to our dorm it. room and then she came and she questioned me. She checked as 6 9 says, my G, and said, yo, Juan, did you say this? I said, yeah. Then it got really silent <laughs> yeah. in the room. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and say I actually really do not remember this. So if you could go ahead and, uh, you know, refresh my memory with what happened and who it was and everything, you might as well. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. What, what did you say? Do you, do you remember what you said? It was, something, it, was. All right, it was something. I just say this story. Um, so some girl you're friends with. Who's uh, the girl? Huh? Who's the girl? Bro, the names don't matter. Yeah, the name. Names well, don't if matter. you tell me the name, it would it would refresh my memory. Is all I'm saying. Oh, it was Sam. Sam. Uh, she remember, got pretty hot. You know, yeah, remember she we heard she like did some brazy thing with the dude. Oh, and yeah, then she that was, then she was, came yeah then she came running uh, into the room. Oh yeah. And I, <laughs> what, what did you? Say, I though? said yeah. I said that. She, what did you say? That I think no. I, I just, we just texted them about it. I was like, "Yeah, it's crazy. You would do such a thing." I think <laughs> that I think the story was that we. I, I I don't know. I think Santana may have walked in on a room, or someone had walked in, or something, and sucking someone's peen. Oh, yo, this it goes back to that Paul dude. It's that Paul yeah. guy we met at Pike that was old. That looked like he was forty five and rushing. And then we're chilling at Pike one day. This guy comes up to me and goes, yo, you guys want to hear some crazy story about your friend I got with? We were like, yeah, sure, what? He goes, yeah, she was blowing me on the bed while her other friend was blowing my friend. Mm-hmm. That and was I, exactly the story. And we were like, so we hear this. Obviously, we're gassed. We're like, yo, why would you do that? Then they're like, I can't believe you're saying we did that. So they came in the room mad hot. 
checked my G. I said, yeah, I said it. It got real awkward. And then we all looked at it. <laughs> I remember looking at, at the, the around the room. This guy, Dante, is looking at me like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I had uh, my other two roommates, Gator and Joe, looking at me like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> then we looked around, and then they literally just left. Because at that point, what can you do if someone says something crazy and just doesn't back off? Yeah, what do you? there's nothing you could do. You just, you're like, all right. Or you fuck them up. That's like your only two options. You leave or you fight them. If you're a girl, you just leave. If, I, if I a girl know. starts swinging on me in that scenario, I feel like, you know, I, that's when I have to do a size check and see how much I'm going to let myself get beat up you know, before curling a ball. <laughs> you got you just you got to try to restrain. I feel like that's your only option. I think yeah. you just got to take your hand, cock it back, and let her know he's a boss. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of that. I'm just saying, you want to swing like a man. <laughs> but, you no, know, you I can get – like all right, that's yes, the perfect thing. It's all about size to me. Like, it's, it all depends on the size of the girl about to try to hit me. Like, I could take a couple mm. hits, but I'm a big guy. Like, all of a sudden, if a girl that's, like, let's say 90 pounds knocks me out, uh, I'm so never here in the end of it. Self-proclaimed yeah. Mr. Big Guy over here. Everyone remember that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah so yeah like you you, you can't if a girl clocks you in the jaw uh, like say you're trying say say you're trying to calm a girl down she's all she's all fucking hot she's got into a, a fight she looks at you cocks back clocks you in the jaw yeah you do? and you got moment in time you got to think what the fuck just happened uh, there's so, there's so much that goes how, through your head. How would there's I so much so much repercussions. So much re- yeah, you get you get right into the you're probably wondering how I ended up here. I've been so smacked time in the stops face multiple times, but you know, that's a smack in the face. You right. get a cockback punch from the right person, that could be deadly. Say man, some girls hit hard. I, I see some crazy videos on Twitter of, of girls just knocking dudes around and i'm just sitting there like i don't know what you're doing my man because you're looking like a bitch on the world wide web the, the, <laughs> that ain't gonna be me the crazy videos i saw was last <laughs> summer you'd be here in bodak yellow playing in the background you see this girl flailing her arms at her boyfriend in the middle of the club oh that was hella disrespectful <laughs> if, yeah, if, if, if the roles you know, were reversed you know yeah, some bobby schmurder came on or something like that and the roles were reversed <laughs> there'd be fucking outcry everywhere <laughs> Dude, what, there's no there's no coming back when you get when you go viral for getting fucked up or like that dude who uh, was like last week or two weeks ago, the video of him paying off the other guy to not beat him up. Mm-hmm. You see that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was why, That's it. That's your whole career. That's your life. You're gone. But unless yeah, I, I don't blame him like for you, doing that's that. That's like though. your only option out. You if, gotta get filthy rich. Yeah, and no one cares what you do. If you know you're about to get beat up and you pay a guy to not beat you up, like the guy that you just offered the money to is probably you know. I know most guy fights, and I guess we can dive into this. Most guy fights last about 10 seconds because it's going to get break, broken up. The only yeah, fights you've got to worry about are girl fights because girls are savages. And girls will not stop for probably no solid 10 minutes because every girl fight I've ever seen has been the longest fight of my life. It's hair. It's the hair. Yeah, they, they lock hair on to the fucking – they lock on like some fucking bike locks, and they don't let go. There's no getting them off. It's nuts. Uh, we, girl fights. We've seen some pretty. Girl we we did we did see some girl fights. Yeah, we we seen some pretty girl, pretty crazy girl fights in our house at three sixty. Remember, she the stripper broke Craig's phone or whatever. I don't I don't recall the night exactly, but that that night, yeah, that was the night that um that Corey also got punched right in the face. Yeah, I believe. Well, believe do was you, the same night. Do you remember the story? You care to tell? Uh, well, that was the weekend I wasn't there, but I do kind of remember the story the other that I was told. So. It was, it was uh, a few, a few of our friends were. Well, I know one side of the story. Let's put it that way. I'm sure there's three sides of it. Mm-hmm. So the one side is uh, some of our friends, Hannah, um, and them were waiting for the bathroom, and these girls were outside slamming on the bathroom door, and they're like, "Our friends in there, just wait." And you know, you know, some, you know, Hannah and them, like, they're like, "Yeah, just fucking wait, like, getting tough," you know, like. Whatever, because it's 316. They're our friends. They feel like it's kind of their house to protect, I guess. So, well, the, these girls were the, stripper, the two strippers and the one real tough, like, Spanish-Asian girl. So they weren't about to back down. So then, you know, shoving starts to incur. Then all of a sudden, punches get thrown. And next thing you know, it's a full-blown fight. I mean, fists are going everywhere. And then they finally get calmed down. Corey's talking to, to the big Spanish Asian one in the living room. And this is, I have, I have video footage of this one. 
of uh, Corey kind of looks away for a second. Next thing you know, he gets a swift right hook in the jaw. Uh, well, now that you, you said that, we, we should go ahead and tweet that one out for our, for our listeners. <laughs> because I, I, feel, I feel like everyone needs to, needs to see that because that, that was some crazy shit. That was a, yeah. nice, that was a nice right hook, too. It yeah. was a good hook. I mean, he's he, you know what the craziest really, thing about Corey's that? like six three. He's like what, what do you mean Corey is like like two thirty or something? Yeah. He's a big dude. I mean, let's not hype him up too much. Corey, you're you're a pretty average guy for your size. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to hype you up too much. Well, he's not he's not the uh, the six three one eighty that uh, fucking uh, Kim was describing yesterday. The last episode, <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, slender that's true. man. But yeah, then then uh, then Craig went outside or something like that to call the cops to get these girls out of here because they were saying that they had knives and stuff and they were going to wait for Hannah and them outside. And the one stripper runs, snatches Craig's phone out of his hand while he's calling the cops, hops in a, a moving car, and they drive away with it. I don't blame them. You can't have no proof. You can't have any proof, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We, you know, that that is just that's one of my favorite stories of all time. Now, I'm so happy you brought that back up because I completely forgot about that. And the fact that you have the video really makes it so much better because the video it's, is fucking <laughs> a riot. It's because everyone, everyone's just kind of standing around. Corey's, Corey's talking him down. You see, my, my, I know Mike Larson's in this video, and he, at this point, he, he is in <coughs> Pike. He's just like at the party. He's probably like, what the fuck is going on? Like, do I even want to join these kids? They seem fucking nuts. They're getting punched by girls and shit. <laughs> But no, that's crazy because that one Spanish Asian girl literally got into a fight at 328 last year. The the year previous. To yeah, it. yeah, the year uh year prior. Just because she thought someone was trying to a girl was stepping on her shoes and she couldn't do that because it was her birthday and her friends gassed her up and said, "You're gonna let a girl step on your shoes on your birthday," which is such a bizarre reasoning to go out and fight a girl. <laughs> is it well, the, if you is if you the, say anything? If huh. you say anything like strong enough, some you know you can hide people up. Yo, you just like that. If you make anyone question anything, if you can, if your pen gets knocked out by accident at work, and someone goes, "You really gonna let a guy knock a pen out of your hand?" You're gonna feel insulted. Yeah, yeah. You know that happened to me in fifth grade. Um, we were playing football, and this kid had punted the football and it hit me in the head. And my friend said, "You're gonna, you're gonna let him." kicked the football into your head so i punched him in his face and they, <laughs> they called my mom and this is you know this was when my mom was working day shift so i didn't have a an issue i just went home and deleted it off the uh tape there got away with what because that that's it once someone questions your manhood you got you got to step up yeah 100 yeah, percent. you you can't you can't let anyone make you look like a bitch yeah, you got. You just got to try to avoid those situations, or you got to step up. And that's a public service announcement. Do not touch another man in the face because you are coming at his manness. Kevin oh, Hagen, that's that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, well, why don't you tell us the backstory behind that one? Because right. I feel like there might be some history here that people might be missing out. All right, guys. So we're in a scenario where you know we're, we're walking to this this bar at school, and you know I dap up this guy, Kevin. I dap him up. He goes, what's up, man? Takes his hand, his right hand, hits me two slaps on the face, two light taps. Like, I'm in the fucking Sopranos or something. I'm looking at this guy. I'm looking around for confirmation. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. His girlfriend's looking at me like, what's the fuck? I'm like, I didn't know we were that comfortable, so I have to check his character because you have two seconds after you get disrespected to look like a bitch or not. So I smack the shit out of him. <laughs> so now I feel like with that last statement of, you know, I, I felt like I, I wasn't on that level with him. Now, if you're on a certain level with someone, are they allowed to touch your face? If that's how they started your relationship with them being touchy-feely, then maybe. But, like, everyone knows that guy that's way too touchy-feely. I worked with a dude like that once, and, like, you have to check him because you're like, why the fuck are you touching me so much? There's no, there's, there's no level of friendship that I feel like that is, that's acceptable. I mean, especially in, in a public forum. And, I, you know, real, real touchy-feely guys... I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you an example. You know, Bishki, I love you, man. But there was a time where he just he hated me for a good a good like two months, all because uh, we were playing the 200 cup game, and someone was like, "Should we get Bishki in here?" And I was like, "Nah, it gets like way too touchy when he gets hammered." And and someone leaked the information that I was the one that said that, and that was all I heard for the next two months was Bishki go, "Oh, don't worry, Cole. Like, we don't have to hang out. Like, uh, you know, I, I I don't want to touch you and stuff. Like, oh, and I know it freaks you out. Like." Yeah, you know, I was just kidding. 
I, I wasn't, well, I wasn't kidding. I, it, I didn't, I didn't want to get all touched up while I was playing 200 cup, but it's just, you know, it's just how it is sometimes. But he's still my boy. Now, isn't the reason why you threw Nate through the painting because he touched you in the face? He shouldn't touch another man in the face. Right, so that, that's, that's another story. <laughs> you want to get into that one? Yeah, I, I think the listeners should uh, listen to, to hear right. this because not too many people might know this. All right, yeah, so this, this is a story that's going to make one person not listen who might, have to be, who might happen to be sitting right next to me right now. So, so, so me, Dante, and Weston visit San Francisco. And uh, here we go out. It's, it's Santa Con. We're all getting drunk. And, and, then, and then a face touching in public happens. And like Santana said, you got you got it. You got about two seconds to decide what you're gonna do. So Nate Nate slaps me in the face. So, here he is. Here he is. No, I are right, I so, face. Once you get touched in the face, your eyes go in on this human being. Why would you touch someone in the face to greet them? So so he so he hits me in the face, and 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 I go I I I put, I put my drink down. I put my drink down and my second drink number falls one. Over. Second my number drink, one. The drink, no, the drink, the drink falls over. So at that point, the intensity 1. level 5. is high. 1.5. Intensity 5. level is high. So my over the place Hit him with the second so, second. So you know, I two-hand shove him into a painting. This painting falls falls to the fucking ground. This, this <laughs> painting's like a thousand years old. Already has a hundred holes it's a, in it. It's a thousand-year-old painting. It's got a hundred holes in it. It fucking, it fucking falls on the ground. Everyone's staring at us. The, it's, the music goes to... You know, like when the fucking... The needle, the needle skips. Everyone's looking, and then the the bouncer or like the some worker comes up to Nate, and she's like, "Did you knock this painting over?" You know, I'm, like, I'm already out of there. I'm fucking. I'm, I walked. I walked away. I'm trying to get the hell out of that bar because I knew we were gonna get kicked out. But then, you know, they start freaking out about this painting, and Dante can attest. This is a rat. It, it this is a ratchet ass painting. It ha- the whole thing happened so fast, and I just remember watching it because we were all so fucked up. I was just so in shock that you pushed him, and I was just like, first, I, I couldn't believe the painting that you shoved him into the painting. The painting went flying. You put another hole in it. I was just, oh my god, we might die in San Francisco. That I forgot we were in San Francisco, and they had apologized to us, so it was okay in the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's wild is that. That happened, and then like three hours later, Weston was running around the streets trying to hold hands with everyone he saw. <laughs> so it was a, it was a really, a really uh, now, event. Now, you see, that's a whole different story. If you're, if a random guy is coming up to you trying to hold your hand, like you got to kind of G check him too, but in a polite way, because you know, because you're like, why is this guy touching my hand? But like, you can't smack or punch a guy in the face for that. You can give him yeah, a he, shove. You can give him a shove. But you just can't get real aggressive. Oh, no, no. People out there were, were eating that shit up. They were <laughs> big-time hand-huggers. <laughs> they were hand-hugging this guy, dude. What? West Coast yeah. big-time hand-huggers. And he, Every, everyone. Some, some people, Santana, he would sit there for five, six seconds in a hand-hug talking to him. Mm-hmm. It was a weird. dude. A dude. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. He, he was only targeting dudes. <laughs> it, was, it was a C. But you, you tried that shit in New Jersey again. That you're, and you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. You get, you're getting tossed. Bro, you tried that shit in the club. Let me tell you exactly you're, what's going to happen. The first and second, the guy's going to think he's kind of fucked up and he's going to feel something on his hands. He's going to look at his hand real quick and look at you. He's like, going you know, to do, do the hand pull away like that. The big yeah. girl on the vine yeah. on the bus. He's a quick. Then, then he's really. After the five seconds, bro, you're going to get fucked up. Especially in Cadillac's energy, you're dead. You're not, you're not holding a, a dude's hand like that. You're just not doing it. Yeah, well. It's uh, it's 2018. Maybe you guys should uh, open your minds up to you know Listen, to the I'm, world. I'm all open to whatever you want to do, but I'm not a big stranger. Do whatever you want to do with me, type of thing. You know. Fair enough. <laughs> any, right. any other topics we want to touch on? At the end, we get into some uh, some weekly topics. If you got anything, you got anything notable? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start off. Um. Last night was WrestleMania, I believe, 33 in New Orleans. Uh, Ronda Rousey, she made her debut. And when I say she was looking like a fucking snack, oh, my. She was looking uh, so hot. Women wrestlers are like the hottest thing on the planet. I'm going to go ahead and give you some names to look up because, I honestly, I really think you should do it. The ring attire, their asses are so fat. Alexa Bliss and uh, Mandy Gold and Ronda Rousey. Just look it up. You'll do yourself a uh, disservice by not doing so. Secondly, 
Um, I want to check in with Santana. Santana, you ever send that uh, text you were supposed to send? Um, hmm. That's a topic for a different day. Oh. No, no, no. You asked the question if we had anything notable, and I. this is my notable. I, I want to talk about it right now. Did you send the text? I, well, I probably have to see her in person in like three weeks since there's a lot of energy in this chat I got thrown into, so it doesn't matter. Oh, you were, throw, you were thrown into a chat? Yeah. The, the, oh, pong, the yeah. pong chat? Yeah. The pong chat, Santana? You're talking different chat. I'm talking about that chat had so much energy it inspired me to go. There is, yeah, you, yeah. There, there, there was a lot of energy in that chat. You, you can't miss that type of energy. Uh, I thought you were thrown into a different kind no, of chat. No, no, that'd be pretty reckless if I got thrown into a chat with those kind of yeah. people, though. Yeah. All right, so I, I got a, I, I got a little notable event that happened over the weekend for me. So I was, I was volunteering at the San Francisco Sports Hall of Fame event, and uh, I, you know, I, I kind of signed up to volunteer for this. I'm trying to get some connections out here meet some rich people and, you know, maybe mooch off them. So I get there and I'm by far the youngest person, probably by like 25 years. And everyone's just like, why, why is this kid here? So I'm talking it up, you know, old ladies love me. I'm out here trying to schmooze them up. And next thing I know, yeah, next, next thing I know the you know, we're, we're all at a, I'm at a bar with a bunch of old people. I look at the Uber and um, Uber home for me, it's like 70 bucks. I'm like, I'm not going to Uber home. That's stupid expensive. So this one, one woman, probably, probably mid fifties. She's like, Oh, you could just, uh, you just come back with me. You can stay in my guest room. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like that's wild. Like now I, I just met this woman. She's inviting me back. Like she's my mom or something We're we're in the Uber home. She's telling me she wants me to date her daughter, but her daughter has a boyfriend and she's like, but we don't really like him. So I wake up in the morning there. And the girl's boyfriend's there the whole time. Her mom was roasting him. And then he makes me breakfast. He makes me... Nice um, guy. Nice guy. He, super yeah, nice guy. That is super nice. makes me chorizo, eggs, potatoes, and some peppers. It was like a real legitimate breakfast. And then... So, so I get homemade breakfast. And then the woman takes me to a, a, a fitness class in the morning. So did she give you a new change of clothes to go to the she, she gives She gives me all her son's clothes. And this is, so I'm sitting there in the living room in the morning and her, her daughter walks down and probably looks at me like, what the fuck is this 20 something year old dude probably sitting in my- You just smashed her mom. That's what I'm saying. They all, both their kids definitely think that I just smashed their mom and they were, they were in their mid twenties too. And I'm sitting there in her son's clothes. So, you know, he's like, he feels violated. He's like this dude just smashed my mom, and he's wearing my clothes. I didn't. I didn't smash. I didn't smash the mom though. That's that's pretty ballsy of you to just ran to wear this random dude's clothes though. Like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if he was huge. If he was gonna fuck me up or something. You know, it was it was ballsy. That was, that's super crazy. But yeah, I mean, son, I guess uh, I guess that shit happens out here in California. Everyone's just uh, nice. That's wild. Don't know. That's, that's wild. Right, we got Santana. we got any, we got any throwbacks of the week, Santana? Oh, I I got I got some topics I want to discuss first. You know, Happy National oh, Fake no, yeah. Baseball Fan Day that started last week. <laughs> I don't know where all these baseball fans come from. I know Dante feels strongly about this as well. Don't even get me started. I I know I, I you can ask alone. I love wearing baseball hats, but if you ask me about baseball, I'm just gonna say, bro, I don't know. I'm tired of people <laughs> acting like they know baseball because you see ESPN, the updates that every other guy in America sees once a day about baseball. I'm done with it, bro. Like, no one can really enjoy mm-hmm. baseball as their favorite sport. It's impossible. It's so it, you literally just watch two people fucking play catch for hours on end, and you just like – like what the fuck? What what am I doing? I'm I'm gonna sit here, you know, when summertime rolls around. It's 103 degrees. The sun's beating down on you. You, you you're just uncomfortable. You gotta sit there for four hours and watch these two assholes play catch. No thanks. I'm not interested. Get me out. It's a stupid sport. Just whatever he said. <laughs> yeah, man. I agree. Baseball. Baseball is by far the worst sport. It's it's the most boring thing ever. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that people literally pay all this money to go sit there and watch. And then, you know, I feel worse for the players because, like, in every sport, people are going to boo you. But I feel like in baseball, it's so boring that the boos probably hurt 30 times worse. <laughs> like, someone's sitting behind the mound like, you fucking suck, and you got to wait there for fucking seven pitches. 
Well, because they're they're real. They can be real close too, depending on what position you play. If you're you're in the outfield and there's dudes right on you know right on the wall and they're just screaming at you. Yeah. First of all, you you cannot get a ball hit to you. The whole game. That's a possibility. You could be sitting there in left field, and the whole game, not one ball gets a perfect game. You know, you just watch it. Two guys play catch, man. That's what I'm saying. The whole fucking time. That sounds terrible. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. And then you know, other topic I wanted to bring up was I really don't think this guy Drake can do any wrong. I don't know why everything he releases is such fire. You guys, you guys seen the new music video yet? No, I didn't see the music video. Olivia Wilde is fucking sexy. Oh, actually, I did see it. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. It's crazy, crazy man. I don't think this guy can do any wrong. Besides the fact he dropped a brand new banger the same day as Cardi B's album, so maybe he saved men in the long run. Yeah, but it's like basically a Cardi B song. Yeah, is it? Yeah, he's you know he's he's empowering women, which I'm all about. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Oh, but different strokes for different folks. Yeah, no, that's all, all that's right. all I have for the week. All right, so I, I have a question about throwbacks, though. What what are we how, – how far does a song need to have come out to where it's a throwback? I say anything no? over 24 hours is a throwback. Anything over 24 <laughs> okay, hours? Okay, now you're just being out of your mind. You're just being – well, well, with Dante, Dante might say he's a fan of, the, of any band we've never heard of before. For 35 years, bro. All right, I'm not. We'll, we'll save throwback we'll, rap we'll for save. another podcast, but just know that I used to listen to Sound of the Police all the time in high school. I never said I was a fan, I just said I loved the song. We'll leave it at that. All right, well, I, I think I think I'm good. I, we're good for the uh, for the week. Well, yeah, you want you want no, a throwback song do- of the week? I want right. why, why aren't we? Week. I well, because because twenty now twenty four hours is a throwback. So it's yeah, well, gonna say fucking Bodak uh, Yellow. I'm gonna say he's disqualified. I'm gonna say No Hands by Waka Flocka and Roscoe Dash. Wow, Cologne, what's yours? Uh, new workout plan, Kanye West. Well, I guess you know. Here last we week, drum, I, drum roll, please. Last week I was the only one who went rap. This week I'm the only one that's not going rap. I'm gonna go uh, "Beautiful Soul" by Jesse McCartney. It's a beautiful song, and I love that song. <laughs> now I'm just imagining you. Now I'm just imagining you listening to this song by yourself. Well, well I know every word to the song. Well, almost every word. So, you yeah. hop off my chart. All right. All right, you want to sign us out? All right, guys. Thanks for listening for episode three of Coast to Coast. Um, you guys have anything else to say? Or are we good? I'm just rocking it from right now. I, I thought you were writing us off, but now you're All asking right. us more questions. <laughs> yeah, because you never know, man. We have another week till we re- record another one. But guys, thanks you guys for listening for the three episodes so far. We're right now over a thousand listeners, so we really appreciate all the love and support. If you guys have any more questions or concerns or topic suggestions, please just either shoot me, Dylan, or Dante a text. Probably Let's- those two. <laughs> All right, just me and Dylan. <laughs> but as always, guys, uh, please listen to the episode and like and like and subscribe us on iTunes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely butchered that last word. I butchered that last word. So uh, like uh, and subscribe. Uh, All right, like, like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> Signing off.